Firstly, we must be as concerned about our own sins as we are about the sins of the homosexual community. We must be concerned enough to speak out about any action, heterosexual or homosexual, that violates God's intended plan for marriage and the family. I offer you this book, From My Heart to Yours, inviting you to join me in asking God for wisdom as we face our present challenge. Together, we can make a difference. Erwin W. Lutzer While we were sleeping Almost any behavior begins to look normal if you are exposed to enough of it. Marshall Kirk and Hunter Matson, Gay Activists How did things get to this point? Mayor Richard M. Daly of Chicago is widely known as a devoted family man and committed Roman Catholic. Yet commenting on the rash of homosexual marriages being performed by judges openly flouting the law, he stated he would have no problem if gay marriages were performed at his city hall. Daly, an astute politician, can read polls. He knew he could speak out on behalf of same-sex marriage without any fear of political backlash, and the fact that he could do so was a disturbing commentary on our times and on the cultural climate we're living in. And perhaps... It's a disturbing commentary on us, because even though the majority of polls consistently show strong opposition to legalizing gay marriage, such opposition is tepid, and the mayor knows it. He could count on churches, whether Catholic or Protestant, to roll over and play dead. In the face of what is arguably the most damaging social experiment to ever be attempted in this country, the voices of many are silent, or have been silenced, as we shall see. No more. If ever there was a moment for the church to be the church, it is now. Before our eyes, we are witnessing a cultural revolution that, if successful, will have ongoing repercussions for our children, our grandchildren, and ourselves. There is reason to believe that this revolution to remake the family has the potential to destroy the very concept of marriage, along with freedom of religion. If God's people do not act now, it might be too late. When four justices in a Massachusetts courtroom ruled, with what some have called an astonishing act of self-righteousness, that it was unconstitutional to bar homosexuals from marriage, they set in motion a series of dominoes that no one, not even the gays themselves, could have predicted. In courtrooms throughout different parts of the country, judges conducted ceremonies marrying jubilant homosexuals. People like lesbian Laura Bauer, who was wed to her partner of eight years in a February ceremony in San Francisco. This is a great thing for us, she said. With everyone talking about family, now we can give our daughter a family, and no one can take that away from us. Then there's Beth Nuremberg. She lives in New York with two male homosexual lovers, and together they co-parent three boys. Ms. Nuremberg stays home and takes care of the boys, while the men, both psychiatrists, go off to work. The boys are each biologically related to Ms. Nuremberg and to one of their dads. The trio's agreement includes the proviso that when Ms. Nuremberg finds a suitable female partner, the trio will become a quartet. Meet what World Magazine calls the New America, where reporter Lynn Vincent observes, public officials are stretching the definition of marriage beyond the historical bonds of blood, adoption, and matrimony. Redemption, not rancor. 
We've all heard these stories and seen the images of celebrating homosexuals. We've all been appalled, and justifiably so. But this is no time for self-righteous finger-pointing or impotent hand-wringing. As I hope to show, we all share responsibility for what many properly regard as a frightful social experiment taking place before our eyes. We must respond to this crisis, but how we respond is of utmost importance. The purpose of this book is to encourage and equip God's people to defend marriage, giving reasons why its definition should not be broadened to include same-sex marriages. But here I must emphasize that first and foremost, this book aims at redemption, not rancor. We must lower our voices in this debate, speaking with respect and dignity. No matter how strongly we oppose the homosexual agenda, we are, first of all, called to be Christians who have the privilege of representing Christ to all the communities of the world, regardless of...